From the magnificent Midwest, it's The Suzanne Venker Show, where men and women are equal in value, but wildly different by nature. Join us here every week as we challenge the culture's hugely flawed narratives about men, women, sex, and love. From coast to coast and from around the world, thank you for joining us. So, hey, everyone. I have a guest with me today, which I do not normally do anymore. I used to do it all the time if you're old Suzanne Venker show listeners. But um, so if you are, you will recognize this person. And I'm really pumped to have him back on because I do miss him. And I wanted to do this episode with no one else. So welcome back to the show, Andre Parody. Hi, good morning. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, <sighs> I think. Yeah, you'll be introduced new to some people. Um, Sweet. So I should let you just go ahead and do your quick you know, one minute of who you are and where they can find you in case um, you are new to those people. Guys, so my name is Andre Perry. Uh, I'm a relationship coach. I'm an NLP coach, educator of effective communication strategies. That's good, huh? That sounds good, doesn't it? Mm. <laughs> but Alliteration. Communications is really the part where most of us fail in all relationships. Uh, and, uh, I got a couple of books out there and I'm also an ordained minister. So some of my, I don't know if you know this, I, I, I just came back from Vegas, uh, three weeks ago to marry a couple that were clients. Uh, oh, and that's I, so great. I don't, oh I'm, my going gosh. To, I'm going to Texas in two weeks and do another one. So it's like, Oh the, my, what part? Ultimate, I don't know. We're landing in Dallas and it's an hour and a half drive to wherever okay. they are. My daughter's there, so I was just there. Yeah, no, it's. <laughs> well, t- tell everybody your at um your address. Well, your website, I guess. Website. The, web- the website is projectequinox.net. Um, and everything is on there. I'm like yeah. on TikTok. I'm on you know YouTube, yeah. YouTube Shorts. Yeah, uh, all of them, all of it. A lot, Project... of, a lot of blogging. A lot of blogging. A lot of blogging. Good. And a lot, and a lot of uh, podcasts. If you actually just podcast yeah. my, you know, Google my name with podcast. Yeah. Av- Avalanche. And so Great. I give you a sense of what I'm up to. And uh, so everybody, real quick, it's Andre Parody, P-A-R-A-D-I-S, and it's projectequinox.net. And he was on with me a couple of years ago, often. And, mm-hmm. and then, of course, this podcast has changed. Uh, some people are new to this podcast, and some people go way back. So they'll, um, some will, you know, recognize you, and some won't. But anyway, oh, it's all good. Okay, so I wanted to invite you on, Andre, to talk about the all too familiar. Sexual dynamic, Ooh. yep, mm-hmm. in which women behave in a way that often, I came up with this word, I mean, I didn't come up with a word, I used this word, and I started laughing, thinking people are going to think I'm an old fuddy-duddy, that befuddles men, <laughs> befuddles men, yep. who, don't, who don't understand why she's acting the way she is, and that sometimes even the women, this is key, don't mm-hmm. even know why they are acting as they are, right? Ooh. Yep. Yeah. And so what I want to do is Andre and I are going to explain that this extremely common dynamic is in fact biological at its core and not simply a matter of bad behavior. I feel like my voice changed, but maybe it didn't. Can you still hear me? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, And I also want to focus on marriage or long-term relationships, not on dating when it comes to this, this dynamic, because I think the dating phase is very different from commitment. And things, you know that. So just it's just so different. So I'm not even going to go there because you could have a whole episode just on the dating dynamic with right. this, with what we're talking about. But I just don't want to do that. We're going to talk about marriage. So Ooh. I want to start, Andre, with the most obvious 
wonderful analogy that you do so well because you and your wife are dancers and that is the dance analogy. So let's just go ahead and open up because I think most people can definitely relate um, to that. So you want me to do what? Yeah, just explain what how the dance analogy that you often use is it fits with the relationship. It's with the topic that we're talking about with the sexual dynamic. That absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in my world, again, coming from if you look behind me, dance. This is me, and my wife dancing, ballroom dancing. Oh, oh my gosh, look at that! Yeah, it's wild. Um, it's wild. And and the metaphor, since that was my background with what I'm doing now, are so fantastic because if you look at a dance couple, a ballroom dancing, you know, ballroom dancers, there's no equality in that. <laughs> right, they're they're two completely different entities coming together to create the dance. Well, relationships are two different, completely opposite entities coming together to create a, a partnership. What he needs, there's a, she doesn't have. What she has, he does. Right, and it's the coming together that is a magic. That is a partnership. So, what I'm teaching is in our culture, we have this concept of you know whoever leads is better. Whoever is in charge, right? Whoever leads. With the masculine energy is better, and to be feminine is weak, it's lame, it's you know, it doesn't get you anywhere. And well, uh, no, <laughs> no, no, right? That's not it. So, when you look at the uh, like I said, a ball, ballroom couple, when I'm dancing with my wife, you think she's passive? Not one second, though so she's open, vulnerable, and receptive to my leadership. And as a male, as a leader in this dynamic, I get the same thing for relationships. I have to be conscious to lead her with sensitivity because like dancing in the relationship, I could over crank her. I could overpower her. Uh -huh. I could actually hurt her physically. Yeah. yeah. So there's that building of a flow of, of a communication of an understanding of a dynamic where I lead with a certain sensitivity for her comfort. So she can let go, relax, be vulnerable, trust me. Also, that I'm not going to spin it into a wall or a table or another couple, right? So there's, there's a letting go from her side that's very vulnerable. But the moment she does allow me to take her on an adventure on the dance floor, she's completely free. You know, she's literally out of her head into her body. Her femininity exudes. No one's looking at me. No one is. <laughs> oh, I'm doing all the work, right? Yeah, I'm doing yeah. all the work on some, you know, because I'm doing the, the, the driving. She gets to let go and be open and vulnerable and trusting. And also she shines, she glows, she squeals sometimes. So, you know, but she's completely free and feminine and no one's looking at me. So that dance this you know, the idea of the leader wins everything. And this is in our, in our culture. We teach women, go girl, badass, you know, don't need no man. You take it over. You lead, you lead, you lead. And what they don't understand is who's then who's going to support and often women who lead in life will end up with boys who will be the girl who will acquiesce and let go and sort of like let not right let them and that works dynamically for a while except eventually the woman loses respect for that and there's a lot of statistics on this to this day even strong independent powerful women who don't need no men and make money still would rather have a man at the helm of the family so that's fantastic. And I want everyone to be thinking about the dance analogy as we go through this because it's perfect. 
it because when you bring yourself back to oh that's all I'm going for I'm not going for um suppression oppression um power that's not it so that's why I wanted to start with that beautiful mm -hmm. analogy because I think that everybody at their core wants that Andre mm -hmm. I just don't think they have any idea how to go about getting it that's it that's the entire yeah. work you don't know how to exactly do it. So that's, and of course that's mine as well. So that's why we're here together and we're, mm -hmm. so I'm going to set it up a little bit about explaining what women instinctively want mm -hmm. and how, what they're looking for. I've called this episode, why does my wife do that? Because I, <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I know I want, I wanted to speak to, well, both partners. I want them both here mm -hmm. listening to this but I want to channel it a little bit more to the men who honestly don't know why their wives act as they do and what they're supposed to do in response. Mm -hmm. And I've talked a lot about this of growing up with this dynamic. So it's very close to me. I can see it clear as day um, in my upbringing. So it's personal. Um, and even if I didn't, I think we all struggle in this way or have in this culture of that we've just described where we're trying to reverse that and say, it doesn't matter who is leading in the dance. And so women have listened to that and they're in those relationships and now they are stuck. And by the way, so are the men. So it's all backwards, right? So let's talk about the biological need that is never going away. That is just nature that we are up against today because of our culture. Women are instinctively attracted to strength, to strong men, to power. to power and strength in their men, especially their man. They want to know that he is strong enough to defend her and that he can take charge and handle his life and their life, whether it's money, career, stress, emotions, um, decision-making, all of that. And when he can, she can then relax. She even wants to know that he can stop her. And this is gets tricky and provocative Love that it. he can stop her from doing things that aren't good for her because we live in a world that tells women they should be able to do whatever they want and to never let a man get in their way. And instinctively they actually want their man to provide a boundary and say no. So it's very complicated. This is what we're going to talk about, but the, mm -hmm. I'm just setting up the idea that this is what the desire is. And that when a man shows up in this way, she feels safe. And then when she feels safe, she can be comfortable and relax and become feminine and warm and loving and you fun know, lovable, all of that stuff, silly. all the all the stuff that men actually want from their wives and women and i'm convinced that mm. all the people that you and i talk to that are struggling with this and all the people that we don't talk to that are struggling with this <laughs> they know what we mean when they can envision a time when they're soft and fun with their spouse with their man mm -hmm. with their husband and husbands know what i'm talking about and then when the fangs come out and the goal, and we all have experienced it. It's not like anybody's exempt from this. You've been married 35, 30 years. We're about yep. to celebrate our yep. 25th this month. And congrats, by the way. Beautiful. We have to meet sometime. We really do have to meet sometime. I know, I know. I know, I know. Except I hate California, but that's another hey, conversation. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> well, was, LA anyway. I have I no desire sitting, to go to LA. I was sitting in the sun this morning before yeah, this. I know, right yeah, yeah. The saying. weather. You're right. The yeah, weather yeah. part, I will give you that. Thank you. Um. <laughs> Um, but we've all experienced it and struggled through it ourselves to some degree. There are very various degrees of this, but mm -hmm. most people know what we're talking about. And so the goal is to get to this happy place where it's like this dance that you've described. So 
if you're a man listening to this, if you're a husband, think back to a time when your wife felt like, um, well, like we were talking about, like putty in your hands, soft, warm, lovable. It was likely at the beginning of the relationship for sure, mm-hmm. right? Wouldn't you say, Andrea? Do you never? Do you ever meet anybody who didn't start out in that way? No, I... That's how we started. That's the reason why we get <laughs> hitched because it's yeah. working. It's right. beautiful. We get what we want on both sides. It works. And I think it's important for <clears throat> husbands to think about what they were like at that time. What was different about them, if anything? Because it is likely from what I have seen that over time, and you can tell me what you see, they have become too conciliatory toward their wives out of deference to what they think is her desire to be in control of everything because she's letting them know that, according to him, Um, even though it's likely that she's doing that because she's afraid he won't step up, right? So this is the the issue. Oh, yeah. And that he's appearing weak as a result of that. And that's what's causing her to react. So what are some examples, Andre, of what 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 they're inadvertently might have been doing over the years to have that to to give their wife that impression? Well, what I see a lot is, you know, genetically talking talking about biologically and, you know, um, I call it the caveman, cavewoman default system that we think we're outgrew and we're so much better than that now we educated and evolve and sophisticated yeah and we're still at the base of driven by our instinct yep and it's not obvious until i keep pointing it out to my clients like see you're doing this what's that come from you know anthropology instinct instinct hunter gatherer whatever so one of the things that no one really gets is if instinctively men are not built to fight with women 100%. 100%. Not, not built to fight. We're, we're built to provide and protect and make her safe and happy, you know, simplistically. So when she's upset, it pushes back. Like, we, we don't want to be around that. When she's upset, it pushes me back. I'll go to the garage. I'll go to the freaking store. And, I get it. So, and often women complain that when I need him the most is when he disappears, not understanding that's what's happening. Number two is because we're not made to fight the actual fighting will make most men completely shut down. They don't, they don't go out, you know what I mean? They don't go after her. They don't go, you're wrong, right? They literally just, yep. which to a woman doesn't work, right? Bingo. Fight. That makes her more mad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So because, but understanding that's not that, the right word, more unsafe. Let's use that word. Sorry. Right. So yeah. the, the the more, the more he, he seems to, um, overpower him the less safe she feels and the more angry she gets men I don't know if you're listening you'll have a taste of this get this before we take it to the extreme you know women who beat physically beat their husband in public sometimes are trying to wake him the hell up and have him fight back and stop her this is a cavewoman thing as well right like she's so freaked out she's now so afraid He's so weak. She's so out of her mind, afraid. She's beating on him, trying to get him to push back. You know, and that's that's the result of extremely uh, that, yeah, what I just big, talked yeah. about of not not standing your ground and say no, no, that's enough. No, we're not doing that. Stop, stop, no, stop. No, mm-hmm. right, and just resist. And now it seems rude on some level, right? But it's actually how you save a woman from really losing it. You just mm-hmm. sort of 
You got it's also hold having yourself. boundaries. It's having your own boundaries. Right. It's, you know, it's okay but, to talk about women having boundaries, but we don't talk right. about men's boundaries. Oh, how dare you, right? But yeah. my point is, you know, and, and, and that's stopping her. This is how you rescue her. And again, this is how you stay the rock that she can respect. And that often will stop the storm. Do you know what I mean? If you mm -hmm. like, if you hold your space and not acquiesce. So, but again, instinct is to go not to fight and to stop it and to go back to harmony. Men don't push back, which makes it worse. So, okay, you get it. You now get it. let's now let's talk a little bit about some of those behaviors that before it gets to the point when she's lashing out. Mm -hmm. For example, I'm just thinking of some things in these in this un, unhealthy dynamic. Mm -hmm. um, that will cause this being wishy-washy about your opinions, not being clear about what you want. Basically Decisive. anything that's not clear, Decisive. strong, direct, concise. Yes. Not, you know, and if, and if it's no, that's fine. No, yes, not. Maybe we'll think about it. I'll see. Even if it can't be right then say, I can't do that today, but I'll do it Friday. Right. Anything that's super clear. If you're not clear, that's part of the strength that she's looking for. Right. Decisiveness is sexy. Absolutely. So you just say, you know, like I, 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 I have a men's group and I train young men, men, and mentor them into this kind of dynamic understanding. You know, I said, give it up. I'll try. I'll see. Maybe later. I don't know. <laughs> right. You give it all that shit with your wife because she's going to, you know, your girlfriend, because that makes her feel like you're just a noodle. Yeah, and again, you she'd rather you say yes or no. No. You respect that. Or not now, but later, or this day, or, or that day. Yeah. You know, I can't commit. Let me think about it. I'll tell you tomorrow. Yep. Like, just make yep. it tangible that you are, you, you, you are managing it. And for her, that's sexy as opposed to, I'll try. Like my word, the word, I think I'll try is something we should eliminate from our language completely. I could With anybody. not agree more. I you know, could not want, agree more. You want to come to my event? Uh, let me see. I'll try. Mm -hmm. Just... Oh, I just <laughs> people could see your face. You, right. You, you, say no. Say no. If you're not say no. I don't care. You know, I mean, even if you that. don't know, you can say, let me think about that. Sounds interesting. I'll get back with you tomorrow. Yeah. And somebody I mean, did anything that to me, that's so, clear. Somebody did that to me yesterday. You know, I'm not sure on Saturday, so but I'll I'll let you know tomorrow. Boom. That's it. I can, I can respect that. Um, anyway, just, I just okay, so that's one example. Life. Another one, is, and this is a big one for wives, because I hear it constantly, is, of course, and you do too, letting the decision, all the decision-making fall to her. <sighs> now, we need to focus on this a little bit, Andre, because this this is what I can hear the men now going, but she has so many, she's always making the decision. She's one step ahead of me. Mm -hmm. It's done. Like, where is there space for me to? And then, she, and then you're saying she wants me to? What the hell am I supposed to do with that? I can hear them asking that now. Yep, yep. Well, so... <laughs> What happens is this is terrible and it's just what it is at the same time. It seems ridiculous. But ladies, if you got it, he's not going to fight it, fight you for it. So, you know, sometimes and I hear this, how many times do I hear this? Well, you know, if I have to freaking ask, you know, it's much easier for me to just do it. Right. And if I, and then because sometimes it's the, the actual thing that needs to be done or it has to be done just your way, which then you have to explain it just your way, which he doesn't. He's not going to do it your way, by the way. If you want some help, get rid of that. Like, let go of that. Let go of your way. Like, let him yep. do it his way. So you'll feel respected in that. So so the idea of, it's, I'll just, I got it, right? Like, I don't want to ask. I don't want to beg. I don't want to ask three times. So I'll do it myself. What happens to men is they think, 
you like it. It's obvious that she wants to do mow the lawn. Look, she just goes to the garage and grabs a lawnmower. Like, you know, <laughs> like that's kind of my job. And I guess she likes it. Like, that's how far it goes. Like, it sounds ridiculous. And mm-hmm. you would think, well, how, you know, like, man up or do you. But I'm telling you, if you don't ask and you just, I got it. This is your life. You got it. He'll let you do it. I, and on the other side, you mean you're talking about the man saying the man? Yeah. yeah. Now no, on no, the other when, side, when, no, no, no. When the women say I got it, men won't fight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So right, so, which I assume you're leading up to. So don't do it. Right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Don't and, do and, it. and and I was coming up. I was having such a hard time thinking of the right word when I talk to women and say just stop stepping in and doing it. it and then someone's going to have to do it. And I thought, what is that word? I'm like stop being so competent <laughs> right <laughs> and i thought well that talk about countercultural you know women are supposed to do everything themselves right well, stop that's part being of it. so damn competent because there's no space for him to come in and do it for you so if that's or or with you or however you want to describe it mm-hmm. as long as you're doing it all it ain't ever happening on him so you cannot complain simultaneously that he's not when you've literally squeezed him out i'll give you an example it is just so Ridiculous is beautiful, and but that's sort of happening. So I had a client, these couples, and she's like, he's sitting on the couch. I go to the store. I come back with groceries, you know, and the first thing she gets out of the car is a case of water. Well, that's it's a big case heavy. of water. You know, it's, way too it's heavy. heavy. It's yeah, awkward. It's heavy. It flexes, right? Yeah. And he's sitting on the couch, and she decides she's, she didn't ask for his help. Right, she tried to play like let's see what kind of man he is. A little bit of a test. So walks in the house <laughs> with the case, squeaking in front of him, and he just looked at her all the way. Right, nothing. And she's like, "What kind of you know?" And they had an argument. It is his thought when he saw that. Get this: she didn't ask for his help. He still was like, "Wow, look at her go! Wow, look at her go!" He was impressed, but he had no urge to step up necessarily in that moment anyway, because she had it. She didn't ask. Yeah. She's managing it. Right. And she, if you said, like, could you help me? Yeah. He would have jumped up. But like, right. by, the time she, you re- yeah. by the time you realize what's happening, it's like yeah. he's impressed. Like, well, yeah, yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a really good example because you're like, OK, at what point could we have changed this scenario? Ask. Because, well, yes, obviously she she could have asked from the get go and she's just instead of asking she's doing it to see if he'll jump in and of course that gets into well what has their dynamic been all this time because chances are you've set it up this way for years you can't just expect him to over yeah um yeah okay and And so what's happening is those little things that he won't see as obvious right she she goes super obvious in the case of water (laughs) but the dynamic is in place where she got it like she doesn't ask so he that his thinking is not necessarily what does she need is yeah she never needs anything ever i would really encourage couples to not try to play the game to see what each other's gonna do and to just flat out sit down and say guess what i don't like this dynamic i want to change it here's what i think we need to do can you help me or something like just announce that you don't like it and make a plan to change it and talk about why you're that way if you want i mean this is basically kind of what happened with my husband and me um over the years, slowly, whenever I, we'd each feel this issue uh, uh, rear its head, and we didn't mm-hmm. want it, so we got on it right away, and we're, yeah. and it just took a long time. So that's why I feel so strongly about it because I get it. 
Um, but there's nothing wrong with announcing it rather than just trying to play the game and see what he does. Just communicate. This is if Bill were here, that's all he Hello. ever says is hell. Communication, communication, communicate. You cannot over communicate, which you know, I don't know, maybe you can, but we are. You, I'd rather err on the side of over communicating. Let's put it that way. That's what he always yeah. says than under communicating. No, I mean, and I, I call that being gamey, right? We're playing little games to see how the other one's going to react if they care, yeah. if they're paying attention, if they're really. And then you make a conclusion about this, right? He must really not respect and love me if he's going to watch me struggle and, yeah. and sort of act like it's okay. So who the hell did I marry and all that stuff? And that Good. stuff's so, just going to sit inside it. and kill you. You're going to just eat up, be yeah. eaten up with resentment. Just just say, I don't like this. I, I, right. I'm i sorry that it's come to this. I don't know what. You can go back in your childhoods if you want, or you can not, and just say, let's let's move toward this, and this means I'm going to have to do this, and you're going to have to behave this way. And you just each worry about yourselves and what you sh should or shouldn't be bringing to the table. And, and it's going to be a lot of um, back and forth for a long time, depending on how deep in this yeah. this dynamic is I, I teach women to invite men to help and step up as opposed to even wait till you're frustrated and go you know what this is crap i need your help i need this like when you become when you're angry edgy and become commanding you typically get less a hundred percent because 100%. men men do not take command especially from their wives or women or anybody, actually. By the way, the masculine, the ultimate masculine does not obey anybody. So even in the dynamic of partnership, if you say, I need you to, I want you to, that's all leaning on him, that's his mother, and you typically get less, not because he's a jerk, because he's a man. Now, if he's a man, right, because it could be a boy, that's different. Boys will become passive-aggressive, and that's even worse. So converse, you can't, you sorry, can't wait for you to be frustrated and Get in his face and decide and tell him that you're sick of it and it's got to be different. No, that doesn't work either. You're going to find yourself even more frustrated because he won't respond to that instinctively, naturally. So, yes. But, but here's <laughs> what he will respond to. What I was going to say is you can't tell him anything. You can't ask for more, different, better anything. You're going to get less. That's the masculine reaction to a command. Because even an ask command, yeah. lands like a command or a demand. You get less. So what I teach my ladies, communication stuff, is to be an invitation for him to change. It's a very different language. It's very specific, and it works because it pulls at his instinct to fix, to make you happy in the fact that he's going to fix something and adjust something for your comfort, for your happiness. That's how it works. And again, he doesn't, you don't have to teach anything to him. You do mm -hmm. this, it will instantly, instinctively respond. This is the stuff that I teach. Like, there's, but you both don't have to know how to do this. As long as one does. That's right. One, no, right. You don't. So, so I was going to say, uh, um, accentuating your feminine traits mm -hmm. is so automatic that if you just, whether you're comfortable or not, just do it, you'll see how quick he responds. Instantly. Now, what is that? What does that mean? Soft receptive, slow, dresses instead of pants. <laughs> I'm thinking of anything I can think of. Yeah, yeah, but I think for me, it's energetically, right? Energetically. Yeah, let's talk about that energy for a minute. Don't lean in. I Ladies, you learn to, you talk to lead in, handle, manage, go, demand what you want. You have the right to, you blah, blah. Yeah, that, that's beautiful everywhere in the world, in life, except with him. You can't lean on him. He will lean back. You will get less. 
So energetically, um, leaning in on him is masculine. In order for him to respond, you want to be feminine, inviting, warm. So instead of instead of a command, it's an invitation, which looks like, ah, babe, I'm not really comfortable with this. You know, it makes me feel like blank. Is there, you know, if, if you could find a way to step in, help me out, right? Um, adjust. That would make me feel really great. And you'd be my hero. Hero language is always beautiful for men. That triggers their hero um, mechanism. So you invite him by his action to adjust something by himself. He, he, he needs to choose to, not your command. Right, that's that's triggering the hero in him, and then that all of a sudden he'll go, huh, like, and <laughs> he'll do it out of natural service. Right, we want to be we're devoted to our wives and women, so it pulls at that instinct, and all of a sudden he goes and he goes so like this. He goes, What's that? He, he'll go something like like this. Did that work? Is that good? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. He'll, he'll check with you like, Dur, yeah, right. right. Goes, As opposed to charging back because you made a command and saying, yeah. yeah, no, if you make it, and some guys, when you do the command and asking for more different, better, whatever, you know, they'll go stone face, you know, and you won't get it. Like, he won't tell you, no, I'm not. So a lot that. of people, Andre, I, they'll say, the women will say, well, they don't know how to appear what they think is weak, which is what we mentioned before. Yeah. And so I try to explain it's just, it's the softer approach. Rather than the, I don't know yeah. how else to say it. It's one, soft and vulnerable one. and sweet the way right. you would be. And when I tell him to do this, this is where it works. And I'm sure you probably did this too. Mm -hmm. Think back to when you first were dating. It's very simple. Yeah. You talked very differently. You did instinctively. That's yeah. what you want to try to pull on right. now. But yeah, women will say stuff like though, but when I, you know, when I ask him, you know, I have to remind him 16 times now I'm nagging and I go, yeah, because you're asking. Stop freaking asking. Invite him. There's a magical language with this. I'm not comfortable with this. Would you, you know, um, I don't want to, I don't want to feel like this. You know, I, I, it makes me feel like tell him what's going on with you. Why it's not working for you. I'm sad. So, I'm, I'm sad. I'm sad. I'm, you know, it makes me angry. It makes me insecure. It makes me lose respect for you. Like whatever the feeling is that he, that's so, and on, in that moment, you're not, you're not pointing the finger at him that there's something wrong with him. Is you telling him how you feel and what's not working, that makes him feel bad, as opposed to trying to mother him and point the finger in his face. That's never going to work, right? Same guy, two different reactions completely per your words and energy. And when you tell him how you feel, what you're uncomfortable with, what doesn't work for you, what you don't want, you know, you don't want to feel like this, be talked to like this, whatever. That triggers is like feeling bad, a little bit of shame. You know, if you could just, you know, take a look at this, pay attention to this, you know, maybe figure out maybe some place where we could have a little more time together. You know, I would really love that. And when he makes the correction, because if he cares for you, he will make the correction. Thank you him. Know, Compliment him. Thank like, him. Go thank over him the, that yeah, you yeah, notice, yeah. of course. Yeah. Right? That's appreciation for a man. When you appreciate a man, he feels respected. When um, you appreciate a woman, she feels cherished. So all of this, I don't feel like we can be doing this deep dive and this dynamic without yeah. talking about the number one problem that's keeping women from being able to do this, which you alluded to in the trust in the uh, dance analogy, and that, of course, 
is trust. And there are so many legitimate reasons why, and I'm going to focus on women here for a minute. I'm sure men have their own trust issues, but let's just focus for women for a minute on women for a minute. Products of divorce, trauma in the past, all related to men. There are legit reasons why you struggle. And I'm sympathetic toward that. I get it. But at the end of the day, there is no other way out of this negative dynamic, but to have trust. So if you don't trust, that's at the core of where you're driving your own boat. And so you cannot really complain about what you're getting from that end because you're putting up a wall that's keeping yourself from getting what you ultimately want. Amen. You know, that's where I start my clients, like, you know, getting rid of the baggage of the past, your childhood, the bad relationships, the abuse and neglect, the abandonment, whatever it is. We, I can't help anybody being in a healthy relationship until you're cleaned up. Yeah. We have to clean the baggage mm-hmm. and then learn like what works in relationships and the whole dance thing has to be taught because nobody knows how. And by the way, men, part of the reason why women have no idea what men want because men don't, can't explain. It's a yes. Bingo. No. That's that, Men cannot explain. Yes. It's not working for them. They're just like, men are very binary. They, yes. Yes or no. It's 100%. In or out. Yeah. So I have my clients who go on a date with women and they go, how'd it go? Because right? she was this, she was that, she was enchanting. He liked her. He wanted to find out more about her. They go on a date. <clears throat> how'd it go? Mm, she was lovely, but I go, but what? He goes, I, I don't know. Like, it was like something, I don't know. She was, it was she wasn't really, you know, she was pretty, she was nice with her, but energetically, this is when pick up, especially on, you know, in the first few dates, men are very aware of the energy that comes at them in the beginning. We don't drive our we don't drive our lives through our through our feelings. However, on a date in the presence of a woman, we're very aware how we're very aware of how it feels to be with her. Yeah. So if she's cool, smart, pretty, whatever, but she's got a chip on her shoulder, I got the feeling that she didn't like to be there, or you know, if you hate dating, ladies, this is what he's going to pick up. And you don't yeah. get a second date, right? It's, and again, energy behind it. So it's interesting. It's it is interesting. And, um, but again, but again, men, and men can't explain it. You're yes or you're no. He's yeah. in or he's out. Yeah, he, and he can't yeah. explain any of it. This is, this is the stuff that I teach because like, women don't know what men want and men can't explain it. That's the big problem. Yep, that is the big problem. Um, okay, so but I want to I want to give people concrete things they can do yes. before they before we sign off on yes. you know what are these behaviors and actions. So let's talk about the men for a second. Yes. So I again I'm going back to so what do I do when my wife is behaving in a way that confounds me and I consider inappropriate because what we don't want them to do is to back down or to put up with it. Yes. Um, but the, when people hear that, they'll think, well, what do you, what, what, what's the alternative? What do you do? So go. Right. Well, if you're the man, right. So when <laughs> I was going to give you the example earlier, one of my clients, 10 years, mar- 10 years married, she used to be loving and sweet and kind and loving and fun and blah, blah, blah. Now he says, I come home. She goes, Oh, it's you. And goes in the kitchen. Goes, Are you saying goes, metaphorically or she actually, no, no, that? he actually did that. Right. And he's like, he's like, I don't know what happened to my wife. I go, really? You don't know what happened. She obviously doesn't feel 
some level safe do you care for her probably take uh, taking for granted you know doesn't get the time and attention that she needs to stay connected and feel safe with you right that's that's what's going on i want to say dumbass Right, like, 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 what's the action that you stop doing, or the fact yeah. that she's showing you what's not that's not working? What so changed? It, yeah, what changes? You got mm-hmm. passive, or you complacent? Complacent. Now, something I want to say that's interesting. I think it's really, really interesting that part of that mechanism that women really have such a problem with is that we do <laughs> we do partnership. Uh, well, I, I explained this this way. Women's relationship model requires a lot of attention, connection, detail, continuity, you know, constant flow, right? If you have a girlfriend from high school that you don't talk to regularly, you will slip away. And you'll say, well, we lost touch. We don't talk. She doesn't know what's happening in my life. So the relationship sort of like is not. Are you with me? Yep. For us males, our relationships with men requires zero maintenance yeah so my buddy from high school that i haven't seen in 15 years we don't mm-hmm. talk we don't text we don't mm-hmm. say happy birthday we don't do none of that crap i go home after 15 years and i go to his house knock on the door and we're right back man's relationship good. requires no maintenance so we're buddies for life and we don't need maintenance you ladies need constant maintenance for it to stay real connected mm-hmm. otherwise mm-hmm. you don't mm-hmm. have a relationship so this is what we do in our lives right i married you it's done yeah i come but home it's not done that's not done perspective. that's right. what i teach men like right you know i come home every night what the hell else do you want i i work for us right the women like oh i want to kill them right like it's so crass and right not understanding it's done like i made the commitment i married you i am this it's done so the idea of maintenance for us it doesn't record until i tell the man he needs constant connection she needs constant you know reassurance she needs she needs to know that you still pick her almost every day she needs that otherwise she have the problem that you're having yeah and one of the easiest go ahead no, I was, was going to say, say like, what was fun with him is like what he kind of understood her instincts, connection, safety, you know, not like, and um, cherished, you know, appreciated for all that she does. He, she now greets him at the door with a smile and sometimes a glass of wine. Same woman. Same he, woman. She, she doesn't know what he did, but he did it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you understand the part that he wasn't doing. So I want to play devil's advocate. So I'm going to be a man now. So Andre, so what specifically, I need an action, Andre. What do you mean? What am I supposed to do? And how often, how many times a week? Give me more. Right. So if you understand that she needs connection, connection to you to feel safe and relax and become feminine and just literally relax your nervous system that she feels safe because my man takes the time to talk to me every day and say, 10 minutes, you guys, not an hour, 10 minutes. How was your day? What happened? What's going on? This is what happened with me, right? Uh, anything to move and connect by talking. Make her talk a little bit. Now, again, like this is, we have to come in the middle. That's our way, no maintenance. Her way, too much maintenance, according to us. Sweet spot, where it keeps everything balanced and flowing. 
So I, I said something, and again, we have another thing going with men <laughs> that women don't understand. Are you ready? This is really fun. That we, instinctively, masculinity quantifies everything. We quantify everything. Big work, big money. Big effort, big rewards. Little effort, not worth very much. Women say, I need so very little. Right? It's the small thing that counts, right? We don't know what the hell that means. So I teach men, are you ready? <laughs> so simple. She feels disconnected, she feels she's taken for granted, she, she feels she don't care, she doesn't feel cherished, she's resentful. They go, get this. Middle of the day, you text her. Hey babe, thinking about you, can't wait to see you. So easy. And they look at me like, huh? Because it's so stupidly simple, simple and it costs nothing. Mm -hmm. We don't understand that that would actually work because it's not quantifiable enough. Like men don't understand that one rose will give them as many points and kisses and goodies that three dozen. But we think three dozen is better because look at the size of it, right? They, we don't understand that little the thought that counts. We quantify everything. So... That's good. That's one of the disconnect. I think a really quick, um, helpful tool, like overnight kind of thing, can be those love languages as well. When we finally kind of determine, I mean, only in that, only in that, for example, I'll just throw this out. I um, and then I, we are going to have to close this out in a few minutes because I have. I'm so sorry. Um, I know, I know, I'm going to hear from people. They're like, bring him back, bring him back. So, so we will. So, don't anybody freak out on me. But um. Like my husband is, a, he likes things verbalized. I like, I'm not a verb. I want to, I want, I need, I need time and attention so that I forget what it is affirmation versus um, quality time or whatever you yep. want. Yep. I, what, everything you're saying turns me around overnight, turn off your phone. And by the way, when you give those 10 minutes to your wife, it cannot be with your phone in your hand or a TV on or kids in the midst. We're talking Focus. nothing and nobody else, nothing but quiet. And the two of you facing each other. I become putty in Bill's hands. Mm -hmm. He, this took him a long time to realize. And then he saw how immediate that was. Mm -hmm. um, he would like more affirmation and I'm not good with that because I don't need it. So I'm going around giving what I want or what's natural to me. And he's doing what he wants and it's not matching up. That's all we do all the time. Yeah. That's the part you have to look at, right? Yeah. No, no maintenance, <clears throat> constant maintenance, right? No words needs words. No need connection. I need connect. Like you understand, where that's the opposition. That's the freaking dance. That's the part. That's the point. Understanding that we tend to do what works for us. It's and I say typically do exact opposite that what works for you. You'd be closer to the target. We have to meet in the middle. Understand that our differences are beautiful and made for polarity and keep us together. And we have to understand enough to give the partner what works for them. Um. So I. I feel like I'm cutting this short and I don't want to, and I have so much more to cover, but I can't right now. So we are going to do a part two of this conversation. So just everyone know that, that this is not the end and Andre will be back and will continue forward. So is there any, um, anything you want to add before we jump off here, Andre? So, yeah. So I have live events every three months or so. So if anybody is going to be the Los Angeles area, if you're in Los Angeles, I have an event next Saturday in North Hollywood called, um, the dance of relationships, where we talk about that, the dancing and the dynamic, and actually more the energy that you bring, right? Your energy introduces you before you walk in the room or you open your mouth. 
<clears throat> so we're, most of us are unaware of that energy. So in that workshop, we'll actually have a visceral experience of what it's like to be in your energy. And, the, the, and, we, and, and understand how people perceive you, something that we're all blind to. So that's going to be fantastic. And we're going to, we're going to go into the dynamic of men and women and Q&A and have couples coming in singles and blah. So that's one. But also, if anybody's listening and curious, if anything resonated <clears throat> and you're curious and want to talk to me about it, if, if you go to Andre Coaching One, so Andre Coaching One, is that what you said? Andre Coaching One um, at gmail.com is my email. If, if you send me an email and say, talk now, I, could, I will send you a link, a Zoom link for us to have a conversation about, you know, one-on-one, -on -one, what's, what you challenged with, what you want to talk about and how it okay. can help. So that's like an hour call, it's free. Um, <clears throat> and also if some people just want information, because there's two type of people that's in the podcast. Um, if you Andre Coaching One at Gmail and send in the title, write um, "Irresistible Book." I have a a book called "The Five Qualities That Men Find Irresistible in Women," and I'll send it to you for free. You awesome. Yep. Okay. So maybe so when you come back, we'll pick up. I wrote this down. <clears throat> um, talking about energy. How about that? Yeah, absolutely beautiful. Among the other things that I we didn't get to, so apologize for that. But um, no, it'll be great. See you soon. And uh, yeah, till then. And that ends this hour of the Suzanne Venker show. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and to leave us a review as well as share this episode with a friend. As always, you may reach me with any questions or comments at Suzanne at the Suzanne show.com. And if you would like to support this podcast, which would be very much appreciated, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash the Suzanne Venker show. Thanks everyone. Have a good week.